Hey there, who wants to be more blessed? I do. This is the Something to Bless podcast. And on this show, we are going to talk all things faith, mindset, and behaviors. If I'm speaking your language, stick around. If we want to be more blessed, we got to give God something to work with. And I'm going to help you to do just that. Let's get into it. Hey everybody, it is Barbara Gian at barbaragian.com. Welcome back. I hope you guys are doing great. I just had an amazing weekend. It was Mother's Day yesterday. And before that, it was my husband's birthday, the big 5-1. He always tells people that he didn't think he would live past 50 for personal reasons, lifestyle reasons. And he did, he made it. So he's a champ. He hung in there. And we had an amazing dinner in Vista. It was an Italian restaurant. The pasta was like made from scratch. It was so delicious. I had a shrimp fettuccine pasta. And then after, it's this really cool restaurant where they have a market inside of it. And the design of the restaurant itself feels like you're in Caesars, Las Vegas. You know, they have the cloud dome uh, sky ceiling with all the fancy chandelier lights, and it just had that whole vibe. So we were enjoying that. But the bakery, ooh, la la, oh my gosh, I had a, we bought just slices of cake on the way out. And he had a red velvet, I had a chocolate and banana. It was so good. Oh my goodness. So we did that. And then he also surprised me with tickets to an off-Broadway show, which was about 20 minutes from our house. And it was a very small theater. Perfect. I love small, cozy. It's a, uh, It reminded us of a show in San Francisco that we went to a few times a long time ago now, but it was called Beach Blanket Babylon. And it was hysterical. And they just went all out with their costumes and impersonations and it was a such a good show. And this show that we went to uh, the other night reminded us of that one. So we were so happy. The only thing is about 98% of the people there were probably between the age of like, I don't know, 98 and 115. So I really did not know if we should feel extremely young or old. I was a little bit confused, but I love my old people. I just do. They're just so sweet and cute and adorable, and I just adore them. So it was it was fun. On Mother's Day, we didn't do really anything. We just went to church and had a nice meal and enjoyed a quiet, lazy day. And I created something that I will be sharing with you very, very soon. I just need to get my hands on it first so that I can make sure it's approved. And that was about it. So today we're talking about loving what is and kind of resisting resistance, we can also say. And it's actually something that I have learned recently in my business coaching that has really helped me in my response to situations or my response more to thoughts in my head and to to really recognize that everything is a thought first. And it's how I respond to that thought that determines the entire situation. And let me tell you, I wish I had had this knowledge back in the day because it would have saved me so much grief because I can honestly tell you that 
knowing that I'm in control of what I think and how I feel and how I react is so empowering. And so I just want to share it with you. This might be a short one. I just want to give you a couple of key things to start practicing. And this is something that I dive deep into with clients. So I'm just going to kind of give you a little teaser here, but enough to get started. So our thoughts. All right. Well, so we can use a model. This is a good example. My husband and I were just having a conversation last night about our daughter's upcoming wedding. And my daughter has expressed that she would like it to be an adult only event. And initially I thought, oh man, like there's a few kids in my family who are coming from out of town. That's going to be a little bit tough. How's that going to work? But my husband and I were discussing it and he's still thinking along the lines of that's going to exclude and offend people. And I'm thinking, those who can come will come and those who aren't able will not. And it's fine. It's just the way it's going to be. No hard feelings. But if I were to go with that, the thought of excluding and offending people, that probably would lead me to feeling more on the defensive side or guilty or stressed out. Whereas if I just choose the thought that it's okay, it's her wedding, she can have this however she wants. And those who can come will come and those who can't will not will miss them. But it's it's just much more peaceful and easy to choose that thought and have that connected feeling and the following action and result in the end. And so in any situation, no matter what it is, you get to choose your thought. And whatever you're thinking is going to lead to your feeling. And whatever your feeling is, is going to lead to an action. And whatever action you're taking is going to lead to a result. That's the outcome. That's, that is what you're going to be experiencing. And that's what counts but it all traces back to the thought you're choosing to have. And I would say, especially concerning people or relationships, that we operate so often on thoughts that are not based on fact or truth. They're uninvestigated, they're unexamined situations, and we're just telling and creating all these stories in our head that do not serve us. And so I just find that I'm having so much fun practicing this. It's, it is automatic for me now, to be honest with you. So many of my thoughts are ones that serve me, that simplify life. And I want to give you four questions to ask whenever you're thinking about anything that may not be serving you. So here's the four questions. Number one, is it true? Yes or no? Number two, can you absolutely know that it's true? Number three, who are you or what are you experiencing when you think that thought? So you think about your emotions, you think about your reactions, you think about your experience. Who are you and what are you experiencing with that thought? And lastly, number four, who would you be without that thought? So if you removed or even flipped that thought around, how would that change things for you? Who would you be without that thought? And go through that. And even if it's a mental 
um, exercise that you do, go through that and see how different your circumstances or your results to circumstances become. Like I said, I've been practicing this so much with any negative thoughts, any thoughts that are just really not working in my favor. I choose the opposite thought or a different thought, one that serves me. And I just repeat, repeat, repeat. And that is what I take a hold of. And it is it is just automatic now. And it is so helpful. So I want to share something from my course work that actually talks about using a model to shift your thoughts and ultimately your results. So it says the more that you show your brain how useful a thought is, the more it will want to help you out and think it often. The more you think it often, the faster it becomes a habitual thought that requires no effort. And that's what I'm experiencing now. The faster you create the result. Note, the model does not create results. Only consistent application does. So practicing this over and over and over, even if you don't get the results that you want right away. You, it, the, the key is consistency, even after failure or missed expectations and improving the actions that you take as you believe this thought more and more. It's the only way to produce the result. And we haven't even gotten into what God has to say about all this. So let me read you a scripture on the topic. It's from Philippians 4.8. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, scratchy throat, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So we are told from the Bible to think about those things. We can direct and be in control of our thinking a lot more than I think many of us realize. And I'm going to read you a section of a book that I'm reading, or no, I finished reading this several months ago. It's called Switch on Your Brain by Dr. Carolyn Lee. She's a scientist who is Christian, and she bases a lot of her work on her faith and the word. And so we will end with this. It And she writes, I actually want to do an episode on this book. I mean, I took so many notes from this book. It's a little bit overwhelming, so I would have to organize it and put it all together. But let me read this last part to you. She writes, God designed humans to observe our own thoughts, catch those that are bad and get rid of them. The importance of capturing those thoughts cannot be underestimated because research shows that the vast majority of mental and physical illness comes from our thought life rather than from the environment and genes. An undisciplined mind is filled with a continuous stream of worries, fears, and distorted perceptions that trigger degenerative processes in the mind and body. We cannot afford not to bring all thoughts into captivity to Christ Jesus. And that's scripture from 2 Corinthians 10.5. So I hope that this show has been meaningful and helpful to you all and that you can start to practice controlling your thoughts and making them work for you and not against you in every situation. And that is a wrap for today. All right, you guys. Also remember to rate and review the show, please. Thank you. 
and I will see you next week. Until then, be a blessing and be blessed. Hold up, wait a minute. If you are ready to go from confusion and chaos to clarity and confidence, then you just might be the perfect fit for my mentorship. Learn more about my transformational coaching program by heading over to barbaragian.com and book your free call today. Nothing changes if nothing changes, people. See you over there.